0: Money FM 89.3, best of the evening runway. Under the
1: radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Now, taking an elevator or escalator has probably become an integral part of our lives, but the companies behind them often go unnoticed, and that's exactly what we are going to talk about today. Now, founded in 1910, Kone is a global leader in the elevator and escalator industry. It provides elevators, escalators, and automatic building doors, as well as solutions which can add value to the life cycle of any building. Now, the firm has been present in Singapore since 1978 and is now one of the fastest growing elevator and escalator companies in the country. Its solutions are present in major malls and infrastructure such as the Marina Bay Sands, the Circle Line and Gem. Now, It is also diversifying beyond escalators and elevators to integrate robots in buildings. Now, For one thing, the firm collaborated with Changi General Hospital and Capital Land Investment to advance the integration of robots. And buildings. Now, the question is, why is Kone diversifying beyond its traditional lines of business amid the fourth industrial revolution? Now, in the meantime, the firm had in July reported lower than expected second quarter order numbers due to weaker demand in its key Chinese market due to the low construction activity there. Now, but what is the situation like here in Singapore? Well, lots of questions. And for the answers, let's speak to Silva Coe graton Managing Director at Kone Singapore. Silva, welcome. Thanks for having me. Great to have you on board. And Sylvia, we've briefly talked about how Kone is this global leader in the elevator and escalator industry. But let's hear from you, right? How would you describe your value proposition and business model? Mm. Um, As you rightly
0: pointed out just now in the opening, we are a company that specializes in producing as well as servicing uh, elevators, escalators, as well as uh, specialized Mm. doors. Um, Having been in business for over 100 years, you know, our value proposition is really around um, urbanised economies like Singapore. We want to achieve, you know, smooth material flow as well as people flow in these uh, cities. And, you know, if you can imagine in a highly urbanised country like Singapore, each of us will actually have at least five touch points or you'll use five times elevators and or escalators in a day and looking forward given our limited land mass mm. you know all the modern buildings will either be building upwards or even downwards in the future and so you will be needing more and more of elevators and or escalators um come going forward and i'm sure you wouldn't want to climb up 30 stories every day <laughs>
1: Yeah, and let's take a look at your operations around the world. Yeah. Kone operates in over 60 countries, mm. serving over 550,000 customers, Sylvia. So take us through the scale of Kone's business here in Singapore and the role of Singapore's operations against the wider business portfolio. Mm.
0: Um, so, you know, I, I think Singapore, even though it's a very small market for Kone globally, if you think about, you know, the, the, the revenue contribution or even the profit contribution, I think um, there are two things that Singapore does really well in the context of um, our global business. One is in terms of the technology and innovation side of things. So Singapore is actually the base of one of our four global R&D centres. And it is so because there is a lot of emphasis in Singapore, uh, especially when it comes to the smart and sustainable um, agenda. And we see a lot of opportunities there. Um, So from that perspective, Singapore is um, definitely one of the forerunners in in Kone globally in terms of that aspect. The second part of it is really in terms of how we integrate um, some of these into operations, and of course, the government has provided a very good environment. So last year mm. in July, BCA announced uh, the re- remote monitoring and diagnostics um, right. sort of um, initiative mm. for the um, elevators and and escalator industry, and that means that going forward, you know we are going to need more of these um, AI-enabled predictive analytics. Mm -hmm. And Singapore has the highest penetration rate um, of having dissolution with our customers uh, among all of the countries globally uh, mm. in Kone. So, right. you know, we are small, but um, we are definitely punching above our weight.
1: Mm. Before we look at uh, what is ahead for Kone, Singapore, let's uh, take a step back and take a look at your customer base. Uh, I understand your solutions are present in major malls and infrastructure, mm-hmm. such as the Marina Basin, Circle Line and Gem. But who are your major customers here? What are some notable projects that uh, Kone has taken part in that our listeners should be aware of? Mm.
0: Well, actually, we are... You know, our customers cut across many different sectors. Uh, of course, there is the residential sector, um, hotels, commercial, mm. as well as um, high specification industrial. Besides Marina Bay Sense, we have um, uh, presence in uh, many upcoming projects, right. uh, such as Pongo Digital District, mm. um, Thomson East Coast Line, actually Phase 4 and Phase 5, uh, which will go live very soon, uh, is also supplied uh, by us also the Central Boulevard um, mm. development that is right opposite La Passat. Right. Uh, so that is also something that um, we are working on. Uh, there are a lot more exciting projects that I can't tell you about. Indeed. Um, but yes. uh, yeah, we, we, we have got very strong market share here in Singapore, despite being a late entrant to the market.
1: Mm, we will look forward to that. And speaking of being a late entrant into the market, uh, so, well, let's take a look at the wider business environment. Who would you then uh, define as your competitors? For instance, Otis or Schindler Holdings, and what is then your industry positioning and your competitive advantage against them?
0: Mm. Um, so, of course, you know my my um, uh, esteemed uh, peers in the industry. I think all of us are, are working very hard to uh, maintain and not expand our market yeah. share. Uh, but beyond the two companies that you've just mentioned, actually, uh, we we are. We, we have a much broader competitive set mm. because we are really working on two main sort of se- segments yep. or, or product offerings. One is uh, for new buildings as well as existing buildings mm. refurbishment where we supply the equipment. Yep. We also provide servicing uh, of these equipment. So you can imagine that you know, there are different competitors set in, in both areas. Yep. Uh, so I think we are looking at quite a, a fragmented market in that sense, especially in the servicing front.
1: Hmm. And let's talk about the dollars and cents on that note. Sylvia so Kone at a global level had in July reported lower than expected second quarter orders and that's due to weaker demand and its key Chinese market. I believe uh, order intake was down 12.8% to 2.28 billion euros in the April to June period. Now, news no prices there, of course, due to that weaker activity, construction activity in China weighing on demand for elevators. But what is the demand situation like here in Singapore? Is the recovery of construction activity up to your expectations for now? I would be very uh, cautiously optimistic about, mm-hmm. about
0: Singapore's uh, markets. Uh, Singapore has strong economic fundamentals. And, um, you know, I, I think that will really carry us for the next few years. Uh, according to BCA's estimate, mm. we will be looking at a fairly consistent construction mm. demand uh, all the way up to 2027, 20, and of which, you know, just building projects alone is about 20 to $25 billion a year, yep. uh, comprising of both public as well mm. as private sector projects. Uh, now, this is really only the new construction, right, the new or redevelopment of existing building. There is also a big part of the markets relating to refurbishment or modernization mm. of these older buildings. Yeah. If you think about the fact that Singapore's property boom was in the 80s and the 90s, many of these buildings are now, you know, 30, 40 years old. And they are at the point where you have to make the decision, yeah. do I tear it down and redevelop or do I refurbish it? So this part of the modernization market is um, actually not in any of mm-hmm. the uh, official forecasts or yeah. official estimates, right? Because these are all in private hands. And, um the decision to do any upgrades and so on, it's mm. very much uh, affected by, um, you know, things like interest rates, um, things like a liquidity mm. in the market and things like that. Mm. Um, so fundamentally, I think over the next few years, we will continue to see growth. Mm. Um, uh, but, you know, Singapore being a very, very small market, we will see um, the organic growth yeah. um, uh, in single digits, I would think. Uh, but, you know, it, nevertheless, we think that there is a great potential in Singapore, especially like I mentioned earlier on, uh, in the smart and sustainability aspects of mm. our business.
1: Yep, and don't mind me following up, uh, Sylvia, with this. Uh, how is the order book looking like for Kone Singapore uh, at this moment in time? Is it to your expectations? Uh, yes, I would say. I, w- I would say so. I think in the
0: last couple of years, uh, Kone has um, you know made significant um, uh, growth in the market, and so. We, we have a big share of, of the market, um, excluding the, the HDB sector. Um, mm. So the order book is, is very strong and we are actually delivering many of uh, what we call major projects and mega projects um, in Singapore.
1: Mm. If you are just tuning in, we are now in conversation with Sylvia Kograten, Managing Director of Kone Singapore. And uh, let's take a look at what's ahead for Kone in the longer term. The outlook remains more positive, right? Fortune Business Insights expects the global elevator and escalator market to grow to 142 billion US dollars by 2030, which translates to a KGA of around 7%. Uh, how far do you agree with this assessment? And you mentioned about smart cities and mm. refurbishment. What are some opportunities ahead for Kone Singapore for the longer term? Mm.
0: Um, well, I, I think certainly if you look at the global scale, uh, the growth rate seems about right i would say uh, because but but if you look at um, as i mentioned just singapore alone yeah. because we are constrained by our land mass unfortunately so you know besides looking at the growth from a absolute number of units mm-hmm. perspective uh, we also look at how we can enrich that um, that service and and that solutions to our customer um, if i look at southeast asia mm. um, then i would say that the kga is probably more than 7% yeah. right because Um, One of the key drivers is really, um, as I mentioned earlier on, the rate of urbanisation. And if you look at Southeast Asia, um, countries like Vietnam, uh, Indonesia, these are all at the cusp of having this massive middle class boom, and we are already seeing a lot of activities, mm. uh, particularly in um, uh, mid mid end residential segment that is really fueling a lot of these growth. And Vietnam is also benefiting from the China plus one sort of strategy for yes. many companies. So we are seeing a lot of industrial. Um, sort of demand in in Vietnam as well. Mm. So I think all in all, Southeast Asia continues to be uh, a bright spark for for the elevator and escalator industry globally. And certainly for Kone, Um, it's one of our fastest
1: growing region. Mm. You talked about that growth opportunity and uh, Southeast Asia in particular with that rapid urbanisation. How do you at Kone Singapore intend to capture growth opportunities uh, In that sense. uh, And how would that influence the way in which you take the company forward? Will there be more emphasis on R&D and then exporting that solution out to Southeast Asia? Mm.
0: So actually, Singapore is part of our Southeast Asia region. yes, um, And uh, we are... I would say that, you know, we are a network of -hmm. of, um, uh, countries that lend support to each other in terms of expertise uh, as well as in terms of resources as well. So uh, certainly in some areas, Singapore is uh, ahead of our... Uh, fellow uh, peers in Southeast Asia region, um, in say for example, some of the technology, robotics, as mm. you've just mentioned. Uh, so we we will be lending our expertise um, to help yeah. uh, some of these other countries. But uh, you know there are other countries where they have um, you know certain strengths that mm. you know may not that we may not have here in Singapore. And so you know I think this whole cross uh, pollination of mm. uh, of uh, expertise yep. and capabilities will help all the six countries in Kone Singapore uh, grow stronger going forward. Mm.
1: And let's stay on the topic of growth opportunities, Sylvia. Kune Singapore also diversifying beyond escalators mm-hmm. and elevators to look at robots, integrating robots and in buildings. Uh, just to bring out an example for our listeners, uh, the firm collaborated with Changi General Hospital and Capital Land Investment to advance the integration of robotics and buildings. Now, questions are what was the rationale behind the move to diversify amid the fourth Industrial Revolution. Also, to what extent has that got to do with learnings from the pandemic? Because back then, construction activity almost ground to a halt.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so, we are a member of uh, Capital Land's uh, Smart Urban Co-Innovation Lab. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, That was a collaboration with IMDA. And through that platform, you know, we were invited to participate in the development of a national robotic middleware framework mm-hmm. that was spearheaded by CGH, uh, which essentially governs the rules of engagement if you like, of Mm. robots in public healthcare facilities. So you you can imagine there are um, many different types of robots, Mm. uh, especially in hospitals. There are those that, you know, do housekeeping. There are those that uh, dispense medication. There are those that entertains the patients. And each of these could be from different companies. And so, you know, when there is, say, three robots that wants Mm. to go into an elevator, who goes first? So these are, you know, different yeah. rules of engagement that um, the robotic middleware framework tries to cover, and within that, um, we actually wrote the communication protocols mm. for robots. Um, integration with Elevator as well as Doors. Mm. Um, So this this technical standard is called TR93 and um, Kone was the the company um, that then wrote that communication Mm. protocol. So that's sort of some of the background in terms of how we got involved in that initiative. Um, why is it important? Because actually, quite fundamentally, if you mm. think about whether it's healthcare, whether it's hotels, whether it's commercial, if the robots cannot take the elevators, mm. it will be confined to a ground floor. Yeah. So there will be pretty much no return on investment uh, for a robotic solution in in a building like this. And being the the core um, transportation sort of mode for robots, I think you know we wanted to take a a. Leadership position Mm -hmm. in influencing and and enabling um, more of these robotics capabilities uh, in buildings because that's how we would, over time, harness the productivity savings uh, that's also. Um, How a smart building should really operate in the future.
1: Mm. And uh, Sylvia, don't mind me following up. If we look from the lens and the standpoint of Kone Singapore, right, beyond tapping on growth opportunities and innovation, to what extent has that diversification move got to do with learnings from the pandemic when your construction activity ground to a halt and that, you know, thereby could have some implications on your orders uh, for elevators and escalators?
0: Um, Well, I think. Not really directly mm. due to the pandemic. I think the the pandemic really opened the industry's eyes to, hey, you know, we, we really yeah. need to be more productive. <laughs> and that's, you know, with when the, the labour sort of supply grounds to a halt, um, what do we do about it? Mm. Because if you think about the construction industry in Singapore we are highly dependent on foreign labour. Mm. Uh, and, you know, it's not a... And, you know, we, we have benefited from it for many, many years. And we really need to think about the future and whether or not we can continue to rely on this um, seemingly, un, you know, limitless stream yeah. of foreign talents uh, in Singapore. So, you know, the whole robotic um, movement uh, is really predicated on the fact that we need to think about how we can rely on less humans to do the same amount of work in the future. So Mm. I I definitely think that is a huge area and a a lot of opportunities um, in this space.
1: Mm. And before we let you go, Sylvia, uh, take us through some future plans for Coney Singapore for the rest of this year and into the next. Any teasers for us at this point in time? Could robots be taking escalators anytime soon? I don't know. Uh, Tell us more. Well, they are definitely already. I mean, we have got uh, many interesting um, projects that
0: are, that are in the works right now. I'm not quite at the stage of being able to announce it over the air. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we we have, um, like I mentioned, our um, R&D centre here in Singapore, one of four globally. And we are doing a lot of work in terms of, um, uh, you know, key pillars that we are investing in. Uh, certainly robotics is one of them. Uh, AI-enabled analytics is another So um, we have a predictive maintenance um, technology called Mm. 24-7 Connected Services. And uh, it is, you know, fast, fast growing. And we have currently over 200,000 units globally that's connected. Right. So how do we actually... You know, make use of these data that's piping every second to our analytics platform um, to continually refine um, the algorithm and to produce you know accurate mm. um, predictive maintenance um, data for our customers and for our operations. So these are two key areas that um, we are uh, looking into. And then of course, another aspect of it is really in terms of sustainability. Right. So um, in Singapore you know, sustainability is a very, very big topic. And, you know, how can we make our products um, greener um, and contribute to our customers' sustainability ambitions as well? Uh, we recently just announced that um, Kone actually uh, now have carbon-neutral manufacturing operations mm. around the world, uh, 18 months ahead of our planned timeline. So, again, you know, I think there will be more and more um, deeper uh Solutions and also um, operating mechanisms here mm. that uh, will really take us into the future.
1: Right. Thanks a lot, Sylvia, for that conversation. That was Sylvia Cochranton, Managing Director of Kone Singapore. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM eighty nine point three.
0: Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.